Thursday's not on here, but you'll be right. Cool. Cool. It was a very aggressive can open. <coughs> you are not allowed to tap anything. I know, I didn't tap last week. Okay, how's our week been this guy? This week, guys. Whoa, good start. <laughs> Wonderful start from you. Thanks. Uh, my week's been good, actually. Had a good weekend away uh, in the sun. Oh, yes. Boys trip. Mm -hmm. Really good. Monday, Tuesday was testing at best uh, in, in the gym, but... Uh, no, good to be good to be back in, into the swing of things. Gregory? Gregory. I'm uh, I'm feeling a lot better, so I've been training this week, which is big. <laughs> a lot? So after three weeks off? Yeah. But as hard as it's been, I feel really good. Um, something about not moving really messes you up. Oh, just mentally, I feel like I am not the same person. Mm. Um, Even like shoulders and hips, just like sitting and laying all day, yeah. trying to get better. I just felt like really like I've been hit by a truck. And then the moment I start moving, even though I was tired really quickly, everything warms my up. body feels better. Do so. you feel like you're back to normal? No. No. Where do you feel like you're at? Um, oh, I'm probably like 70% capacity. Mm. But what, fitness-wise or health-wise? Fitness-wise. Oh, health 100%? Oh, yeah, I feel like a lot better now. Yeah. I got like a bit of a gross cough hanging around, but other than that, um, I felt like I was going to be sick for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's how I felt. I'm like, I'm never coming back from this. And then you're like, I'm going to be sick for the rest of my life, and I'm never going to be fit ever again. <laughs> Super dramatic, but you've made it back. Yes. So, um, you also have some other big news. Yes. You are going to have a little baby. I hope it's little. If it's big, <laughs> it's poor Anne. <laughs> yeah. Yep. How do you feel about it? Oh well, it's a uh, it's a bit of a shock. <laughs> I um I wore my shoes out just pacing around the house when she told me. <laughs> But um, no, like I'm, I'm excited and like I'm, I've been pretty chilled my whole life. And I was like, oh, you know, if, if you don't want to have a kid, so I don't, I don't you know, feel like I need to have kids. And we've got like two dogs that we've had for a long time. So we've got that unconditional love for the last 10 years of our time together. Yeah. And now that uh, I guess they're starting to sort of fade away, maybe we just needed a little bit more love oh. in our life. So yeah. I don't know, it's happened. And ah, I mean, people are like, oh, was it planned? I'm like, yeah, well, one person planned it. <laughs> <laughs> the other person just went along for the ride. <laughs> it was a good ride. Listen, I think you are going to surprise yourself. I think someone said yep. to me, just because you don't like everybody else's kids doesn't mean you won't love your own. Um, and <coughs> I think you're just gonna like go head first into yeah. dad life. Dad mode. And yeah. you're gonna be that guy with like the baby strapped in on front and just cruising around. Well, He's already I, carrying his cat around in the back. That's what I mean. <laughs> I can't see anyone being the opposite of that anyway, but I think yeah. it's it's the fact that you feel like you're nervous that you're not gonna be the dad you wanna be yeah. that forces you to be the dad you wanna be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, like I just, I put a lot of pressure on myself and I don't want to be that guy that's like the shit dad. 
And so, I don't think dude, you you're, shit, you're the you gym dad already. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone here looks You've up to you. You've got 200 already. children already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if anyone's gonna like nail this, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, be you'll be okay. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, that's cool. That's so exciting. I don't know how, like, I'm 31, and so as a female, like, the pressure <coughs> to have a child is, like, slowly creeping in on me. My partner's, like, three years younger than me, though, so I'm like, I've bought myself some time. I've bought myself some time. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> and then you're like, I need a kid right now. I need a kid yesterday. <laughs> I just, I, how do you, I don't know how, like, you are not scared. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to have the kid, so it makes it a little easier to not be scared. What if you did have to have the kid? I'd do do it. you think it would be different if men had to have um, children? I think I think it would be different, but I also think it wouldn't be different for me. I know it's silly to say that because I don't know what the <laughs> hell I'm talking about. You don't know what it's I've like got to no have idea. A job. But neither does Danielle. She yeah. doesn't know what it feels like. No. So, like, obviously, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. But she even says it sometimes. She's like, I reckon if you could, you would. I'm like, yeah, well, I think so as well. So yeah. anyway. So you'd definitely be the childbearer. Oh, mate, I had so much FOMO. The moment I saw that photo, I was like, Danielle, it's our turn. Come on. <laughs> Graduate already. Hurry uh, up. Hurry up. Finish that degree. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty nervous about it, but I think um, everyone's nervous the first time. And then yeah. once you realize, you know, you're not going to stuff it up, then, you know, then you can have two, three, four, five mm -hmm. or however many afterwards. But I think the first one's pretty special, but challenging and yeah. scary and exciting all at the same time. So there's a lot of emotions going on. But mm. I think you're going to help. And like, I'm, you know, I've got the easy deal. So yeah. like, and, you know, she has to do all the hard stuff. So yeah, yeah literally cooking the kid. It's mm. like... <laughs> Don't literally cook the kid, though. No, like inside you. <laughs> you're it. Oh, that's, you guys have it way easier. There's so yeah. much less pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you haven't gone through pregnancy Job, either. No, so. but I have trained a lot of women who are pregnant and they are always like, don't do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we went to um, one of Anne's Christmas work functions in Adelaide and she's not going to listen to this, surely. Um, <laughs> and we got paired up with like a whole bunch of people from her work and like there was this one lady, she was like, you should check out my kids. Here's a photo of my kids. And like everything was like about her kids and she was like sober. And then three hours later, don't you fucking ever have kids. Your life will be ruined. <laughs> she was so drunk. And I'm like, I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. And everyone you talk to, there's like, don't have kids. Just joking, but seriously. But just joking, but seriously. I'm just like, Which I one is it? <laughs> no, my sister, she is like, Loves her kids, loves having the kids. Now, but she's like, "Do you like your body? Cool. Don't ever have a child." <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Because it's never the same ever again." It's interesting though, because you look at there's a couple, like, of, a couple of ladies who are CrossFit Games athletes first. I know. And like, kids, let's just even look at all the, the women games. that are at Ducks that have had kids. Yeah. They all look exactly the same. Yeah. I know. And like Ella, maybe you know, like Geordie. Um, oh, all those girls, there's too many to list, but all of them have come back and been like, they're in the gym training the same as they were. Yeah. And look to. at Megan. Yeah. <laughs> Megan. Megan, yeah. Like, bloody hell. Yeah. yeah, crazy. Did you see she, oh, we talked about it last time actually, her 45 minute 10K. Anyway. Yep. Yeah. And she did this workout RX today. Yeah. yeah, she's insane. I know, but that's, I, I know, but I always feel like it's like, I'm going to be the one that, I don't know, like something happens and like, my insides just rip out of me and then I can just <laughs> never come back from it. And you just, like, yeah. there's that terror. I mean, I mean, it's 
not impossible. No. It it's crazy to think how many things have to align perfectly mm. for you to have a child mm, firstly, yeah. and then for that child to be healthy and everything to yeah. run smoothly. No, and definitely. like, I'm just like, man, so many things can go wrong, but everything's going right so far. Yeah, so far, yeah, it's crazy. Touch, touch wood. Yes. I won't tap the box. That yeah. don't. Anyway, congratulations. We're <laughs> very happy for you. We can't wait to meet um, little baby ducks. So we've got the this week's programming. So let's debrief on Monday. Back squats. We did six at seventy percent, six at eighty percent, six uh, three at eighty five, and two at ninety. So this is mm. the heaviest that we've yep. done this. Easily the heaviest block. we've done this block. I think um, I was actually really excited to get people to do the uh, the slightly heaviest squats. We've done heaps of like high volume stuff, which Usually on strength days, we don't do. Mm. And then I uh, had a lot of feedback. People were quite sore from the, the, uh, th from the like heavy but high rep stuff. Yeah. Um, and then going into this uh, heavier block, had heaps of people say that the 90% felt <coughs> cruisy. I was about to yeah. say, how was everyone handling the 90%? Because yeah. I didn't get to do the Monday class. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know about Greg's classes, but my classes, uh, I don't Cruising? think anyone even blinked batted an eye at it. I really? Think. Yeah. No, yeah, I thought it was pretty... Um, Everyone looked really strong, and I think the fact that they didn't have to do a 10 and an 8 beforehand, and it was only four sets, so yeah. the volume wasn't there, but the weight was quite up there, so um, people stood up to the challenge. Yeah, mm. and then we had some legless rope climbs. Yep. And some planks. Mm -hmm. How did the legless rope climbs go? Um, good. Actually, most people did just regular rope climbs. I think most of us just spent some time practicing technique on that lock off and yep. talking a lot about the correct shoes to wear for rope climbs and so on. Lots of people coming in and they're like classic running shoes mm. and just getting the shoes ripped to shreds a third of the rope as well. Um, but uh, I thought that was a nice little combo, the heavy back squats into some technique work on the, on the rope climbs, like teaching people to keep their momentum going on the legless ones to like not stop and not get up. Um, like away from your yeah, body. Yeah, like your arms yeah. like out The moment your arms like, are straight, are you're, you're not moving any further yeah. up. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I had a bit of fun with the, with the rope climbs on Monday. Yeah, Do we, cause have we got ropes here? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. shorter. So <laughs> here it was actually harder because we get people to start from a seated position. Yeah, that's so much So harder. much worse. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. So much worse, yeah. yeah. Um, cause at Red, uh, Red Hill you can, it's 15 feet, but you can jump the first seven. Yeah. <laughs> I saw yeah. the girls were crushing the Dude, rope I, I kind of like look at a legless rope climb as the equivalent of like a strict deficit handstand push-up. Yeah. Like you can do kipping handstand push-ups, so it's kind of like using a, using your feet. Um, and like, even like strict handstand push-ups aren't as hard as a legless rope climb. Yeah. Because like multiple bites and a lot of bites. Um, I was very impressed with a whole bunch of ladies that were getting all the way to the top legless. Right. They were killing it. Yeah. It was um, it was very impressive to watch, and you don't need to do legless rope climbs every week to get better at legless rope climbs. We do a lot of pulling yeah. through the course of the program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then we had front squats and um, some conditioning. Yeah, so the uh, the front squats I think were actually fairly manageable this week. It was actually the the lightest front squat we've done in the whole program, but that's because of the the heavy back squats first. Yeah, um, personally, I found them fairly manageable but I think it's good to just keep moving in that rhythm of the front squat because um, we have the cleans the following day mm. um, and uh, I'm finding it so next week spoiler alert everyone's 
squat cleaning next week. Yeah, well, we, yeah. we're telling everyone that anyway. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they've been front squatting and uh, consistently, and I think it was good to, <coughs> not just because it was heavy squats, get rid of the front squats and just get people um, get used to having that, uh, bar, on that bar on the front rack throughout, uh, throughout the program. So, yeah. Um, and so the handstand push-ups, how's everyone going with those? Um, really good. So this one is the, the last week of handstand push-ups where you're doing... So it's a 10-minute EMOM, and by the six-minute mark, you've done three reps less than what you did in your five-minute AMRAP. Wow, yeah? okay. And yeah. then you still have another four minutes of, uh, of, of doing, doing reps. Um, and I think this is next week it gets to the point where at the five minute mark you're four reps ahead of what you would have done in your five minute AMRAP so mm -hmm. um, this I was surprised to see how many people actually hit this mm -hmm. um, personally when I did this I hit I hit it for the first six for the first six uh, rounds and then rounds seven eight nine and ten I had to drop the reps down um, for whatever reason it was hard Saturday session still sore on Monday whatever it was I um, Yes, I was actually pleasant to, pleasantly surprised to see how many people hit that one. We're consistent mm. with it. Mm -hmm. Did you have any standouts? Um, no, it was outside of class. Yeah, so I, I didn't really, really see too much of it. Yeah. Um, anyone killing that one? Yeah. But then we had the doozy on Tuesday. Oh, that was fun, that one. <laughs> yeah. I did that workout <clears> last <throat> week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we had every minute power cleans. Uh, four sets of three at seventy percent. Four sets of two at seventy-five percent. Four sets of one at eighty percent. Mm. So um, I'll be the first one to acknowledge that I made a mistake the week before. Oh, is that the the waves? Yeah, yeah. So we had the the wave loading. So the first minute was three reps at seventy percent. Next minute was two reps at seventy-five percent, and yeah. the weight changing was just. I mean, ridiculous. We did it. We I mean, it was fine in the end, but I. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I changed it this week and we did the four rounds of three and then the four rounds of two and then the four rounds of one. I think it worked a lot better and actually helped people concentrate on the lift rather than, oh, shit, i got to change the plates. Mm. Um, how did you find the lifting this week? Yeah, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, and the um, percentages didn't jump up dr drastically. So, no. you know, and even the heavy singles weren't like that heavy. Well, we so. did that 12 minute in, was it 12 minutes? Yep. At of 80%, 80 anyway. Mm -hmm. So I feel like people's 80% is looking really strong mm -hmm. and really consistent. Mm. Yeah. Um, even with eight sets prior to mm -hmm. that. So, you know, I feel like, I'm, uh, I mean, I say this all the time, but everyone's technique is just coming along so nicely. Yeah. Like they just, I get so excited when you watch everyone hit the lift at the same time yeah. and you just uh, like, How oh. good are EMOMs? One from a, visual you know coaching the class but two just from like a training point of view and like imams have just become popu popular with i guess the Regular rise training. of crossfit mm -hmm. yeah and like it's just enough time to make it like get your heart rate up but it's mm -hmm. enough time to still focus on strength and i think imams are just so underrated mm -hmm. well they're, they're, they're you know people are doing a lot more of them now but back in the day like you know You'd watch that video of Rich running training in like 2014. Yeah. You're like, why is he doing a lot of imams? Yeah. And then later when you start to do it, you're like, oh yeah, this oh, is yeah. Like, imams are so now. good. I yeah. love imams. Mm -hmm. But you can apply it to like whether that's like a skill lifting, conditioning, any yeah. aspect, mm -hmm. and you will see like 
if you do it consistently for yeah. you know a set number of weeks. But programming imams, it's an art because mm. like you can program an imam and it just misses everything, um, or you can't do the required yeah. work. Okay. And then others, it's just too easy. It's too easy. So like it's a bit of an art to like program imams, especially if it's like oh you got to do five of these and five of them, and you got to do it for twelve minutes or ten minutes or twenty minutes. But when you hit it, imams are the best training tool I think CrossFit has to offer yep. sometimes. Yeah, no, I agree. No, I like them too. And then <coughs> we had two rounds for time, 15 deadlifts, 85 and 60, 20 toes to bar, 15 deadlifts, 15 chest to bar, 15 deadlifts, 10 bar muscle ups, rest two minutes. How did everybody go on that? Yeah, so this was a, a little derivative of that uh, that open workout, that last open workout that was like front squats, gymnastics, thrusters, rest a minute, front squats, gymnastics, thrusters, yep. and the gymnastics got slightly harder every round. Um, I think I'd like to talk about Courtney Haley for a minute. Gregory, Straight you, up. You were there. I watched it. Yeah. I watched it as well. And it was the most insane thing I've ever seen. She just went on working on everything. And I was it like, reminded me of Matt Fraser and Tia when they were doing that, um, that workout at the games and they both failed their last rep yeah, uh-huh. on their push jerks. <laughs> yeah. oh, and yeah. Courtney Haley, fucking hell, she, she did nine and one bar muscle-ups on the second round. <laughs> but everything else is unbroken. But very, very, That's very crazy. fast. And you want to know something ridiculous? She's been sick all week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is just plain offensive. That's just mean. That's just yeah. not nice. Yeah. I, I spoke to her about it this morning. She's like, oh, yeah, I felt, felt pretty average that day and like blah, blah, blah. Anyway, crazy. I think uh, in the end, I uh, if I had looked at it again and wrote it again, I'd write it with slightly lighter deadlifts. Um, just looking at the, the week before as well, like on Saturday, we did heaps of super, like, heaps of those uh, dumbbell snatches mm. uh, and then we did the heavy back squats on Monday and then the deadlifts on, on Tuesday I think in retrospect uh, maybe slightly lighter yeah. and encourage a little or bit how about maybe first round is 85 and 60 and the second round is 60 and 40 yeah. mm. to allow yeah. the intensity to stay yeah, high but I mean you could do so many different things Cause, cause I end, thought it was fine personally I had to break the deadlifts <coughs> fives. yeah I've got a strong deadlift but it, to keep my gymnastics at a competitive level and like make do bigger sets out there. I had to break the deadlifts like five, 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 and I had saw most people do fives on the deadlifts the whole way through. Yeah, I, I think if the people were doing, I mean, there were a few like Elise did. I'm pretty sure she did like seven and eight the whole yeah. way through, mm-hmm. so she was super solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I kind of when I briefed this, I said to everyone, if you're not doing the RX weight, you need to choose a weight where you're not breaking more than once mm-hmm. because it kind of. Mm it'll change that kind of stimulus mm-hmm. so i feel like the guys that we they kind of nailed it mm-hmm. it was like good, a good stimulus yeah. for them <clears throat> but i can see how yeah if you end up having to break those deadlifts too much it's just it's all managing your grip fatigue yeah because there's that's actually found all pulling at yeah. no point was it my grip personally i hopped up on the bar for my second set of toast bar i was like oh <laughs> I can't push back. I have no I have lats. No <laughs> lats left. Just like in the effort of like keeping that bar close and having that neutral spine in the deadlift, I hooked my lats. I did the first round unbroken. Yeah. On everything. And then the second round. And then the second round, I was like, ah, oh, I can't do anything anymore. So fives, it is on it all. And did you break the toaster bar, chest bar? I did did you toast- do this one? No. I came in and jumped in with the lads, and like we're a week ahead now, so. Yeah. We ended up doing something different, but um, I've yeah. 
Greg's missed. I, I've two been weeks. struggling this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Um, I'm back. So, um, I was going to ask. I was going to ask what, why two minutes and why not three minutes or one minute. Um, so originally, uh, as I said with the open workout, it was just one minute at each station. So it would have been three minutes rest total, um, <clears throat> but only a minute rest at the end of the round it would have been. So it was a minute rest after each set of gymnastics was the original plan. And I looked at it and I was like, is that actually adding any intention in the workout? Meaning like, is it increasing the intensity or is it letting people hit bigger sets on the, on the, on the gymnastics and I didn't think it was. So the two minutes rest, I, th I thought that a three minute rest would be too long in, in terms of it would allow <coughs> that second round to be nearly, not quite fresh, but nearly exactly the same as the first round. And a one minute rest would have been too short in terms of you'd go back and your toaster bar would be gone. Um, so I thought uh, two minutes, I think two minutes was fine for no, myself. I definitely I agree. agree. That, yeah. Three minutes would have been too long. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to know that, um, your thought process. Yeah, why, yeah. why people, you know, people might have been asking. So. No, yeah, definitely. I, I think what changed my mind is that, yeah, I sat down and I thought, is this breaking it after each gymnastics actually adding anything to the workout? And I thought it wasn't. So That's a, a, good val that's a valid point because I always get people ask me, like, why are we doing two minutes? Why is this one minute mm -hmm. rest? Why are we resting for three minutes this mm -hmm. round? And I think normally it's like, well, if we're trying to really push intensity, you're going to find that it's a shorter rest, enough to get you back to like a level where you can function, but you're really trying to push that limit. Yeah. If it's that two minute rest, it's well, we're trying to kind of, uh, you know, like. It's that middle ground, yeah? Like, yeah. Um, recover enough that you can be, you know, <coughs> keep, keep the, the movement standard high, but you're still performing under fatigue rather than the complete, uh, complete uh, rest from like a Whereas like three a three or four minute rest yeah. will be enough to get you back so you can do repeat efforts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday. So this is my favorite workout of the week. Nancy, five rounds for time, 400 meter run, 15 overhead squats. Yeah, Greg. Do we have any PBs? Heaps. Oh, I don't think, so I had to rewrite the whiteboard. Uh, I had to wipe all all six scores <gasps> off the board men and women except for one so it's like a wipe six scores one score went from first to third but the rest of them uh, were all brand new brand new oh. scores on the whiteboard who yeah um i think i sent you a photo gregory mm. where is it yeah we should talk about it yeah we need here to. it is so joel Talk about Joel for a second. Ten hey. minutes and forty-five. <laughs> what seconds. the hell? Okay. We'll How did that even happen? I don't want to. Take it away. Steal his glory. We did it the the week before, as yeah. we have done with all the workouts. Um, and his time made made me uh, re-measure those uh, four hundred <laughs> meter marks at, mm. at Red Hill. So, um, what we did is we ran the four hundred meter mark that we've always run. Um, but we ran it from the back of the gym. So like from the back wall, mm. um, just cause we didn't want to cross all the streets. So we're like, we'll just, and then on the first run, me and, so it's me, Michelle and, and Joel did it together. Yep. After the first run, we, me and Michelle decided that the run wasn't long enough. So we ran longer after the first, mm. uh, after the first round where. Did you tell Joel that? Joel did, did for the second round. But then went back to the other run for of the, course for the 
it was complicated. He forgot to touch the wall on the far end of the gym. He's like, oh, I'll run further this round. And then me and Michelle saw him do that. And we're like, oh, we'll just run further for each run. But he only did it for the one round. Anyway, so in the end, we measured his run out and it was like around that 340 meter mark. So it's just shy of Just shy. Um, but over five minutes. Um, anyway, so, but still. He would have, he, he would have still got 11 minutes something. No, yeah. He finished in 10 minutes 18. That's oh. with a 30 second penalty that oh, he put okay. on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's all running, so, so, if you think about it. It's yeah, like, it's so like 75 put, average yeah. weight squats. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he put an extra 30 seconds on his time and it was still sub 11. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a running um, workout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Michelle crushed it. I think she really surprised herself. She was nervous about the overhead squats. It ran really fast and she had the top time with a 12 minute 59 Oh, time. wow. Yeah. What was the top so, time before that? Do you remember? Um, like it was 14 minutes. Oh, yeah. Smoked all it. the girls smoked all the previous times. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So Weird. who was next? Uh, Ash. You watched Ash. Yeah, you? Ash did it here. Um, At Tuong, yeah. He was like talking through his workout as well. <laughs> No, it was good. And I was trying to like get him and a few other lads to and uh, lasses to just like squat snatch that first rep. Mm. And I said, the first two reps will dictate the rest of your set. So just find the slot, you know, like don't rush your first two reps. It's like pull it back behind your ears, perfect down, perfect down, and then you can pick up your pace. Um, <clears throat> yeah, cool. So yeah, your first two reps, don't rush the first two reps, and then pick up your pace on the last 13 reps, yep. and you'll, um, you know, mm -hmm. you'll be surprised how easy the overhead squats are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, the one thing I said to everyone. I was like, don't try and go super fast mm -hmm. on your overhead squats because you will fall forward and yeah. you'll lose a bar. Yeah. And everybody like nailed those first three or four reps and then found a really good pace and pushed really mm -hmm. hard. Elise did really well. She smoked it. Mm -hmm. She did awesome um, on <coughs> Nancy and I think Ebony as well did yeah. really good. 1308 was Ebony's time. Yeah. Closely followed by 1311 mm -hmm. for Sarah. So that was the top three females. Michelle. Ebony, Sarah killed it, and then for the guys, we had Joel, Ash, and Greg's old time from 2000. It's such a 17? movement that you know it's a CrossFit staple, the overhead squat. And there are some people that just I see them stretching all the time, and they work on their mobility, and they just don't have the shoulder stackedness mm -hmm. of other people. Mm -hmm. And I get really mm -hmm. impressed when I see people that can't do an overhead squat with a broomstick in their um, introduction sessions. Yeah. And then they're doing this workout as prescribed. Mm -hmm. Like Charles, for example, oh, Charles. he really yeah. struggles overhead and it's got nothing to do with what he's done in the past. It's mm -hmm. just like, that's just how just some people's shoulders works. and hips yep. are. And he's gone from like not being able to squat an overhead broomstick to now doing 43 kilos, 75 times. Yeah, RX with 20 Within, yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. within the last minute of the time cap. Yeah, so awesome. To me, that's more impressive than um, someone that beats their yeah. time by yeah, five yeah, seconds yeah, no, and it's that, like, you know. No, I think uh, that's definitely about <clears> but at least it's one of those as well that really yeah, at least the overhead position when she first started. And that's her, mm -hmm. that, her overhead squads, I was just like, you couldn't have done them any better. Yeah. Like, they were consistent, you were solid, you didn't move, there was no like, oh, I'm going to fall over. Like, it was really really good really yeah. good to see and it, i think I, it's good it's important to let people know as well that don't feel <coughs> threatened that come in and be like oh i'm not going to come in today because it's overhead squats and i hate doing them you can yeah. scale straight to a front squat and get a sick workout and a few people did that i said you know you, you're probably better off getting a better workout by doing a front squat at the same weight they're like should i go heavier i'm like no 
You shouldn't. I want your heart to feel like it's about to pop out of yeah, your chest. That was the whole point of the workout, really. I said the same thing to a couple of people. The front squat, if you're front squatting instead of overhead squatting, no point doing 60 kilos instead of 40 because the <laughs> point is for the run to hurt a lot, yeah. not for the squats to be hard. Yeah. Um, that same day, we did extra work. It was the four rounds of Triceps. 20 bar facing burpees oh. and 100 double. No, that's lunges. right, that was in the extras. So <laughs> I watched Chris Brooks do this work. And we all know Chris Brooks is fit as. Um, and that man, I think he did every round of the 20 bar facing burpees in 32 to 33 seconds. 20? Yep. Uh, and then did every round of double unders unbroken, except the last one he tripped on 97. The guy, I could not believe it. And he walked around chatting to me and then did Nancy right after. He's got some big, <laughs> he's got some big lungs. Some absolute ticker. And I How was, did you get that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, he adjusts his glasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mid-workout, putting his glasses back on. Um, but uh, on that point is um, something that I admire about someone like Chris Brooks. Even in a workout where he uh, he really excels, if I give him something to work on, he will... Adjust. So, for example, when he's doing his bar facing purpose and he's spinning, facing this like spinning in circles, going over the bar, and like if dizzy. he was a lesser man, would be dizzy. Mm. Um, so, I just told him this round, just think about every time swapping which leg you jump in for with your burpees. And even though that cost him probably 10 seconds, he was willing to do it to see. Uh, to, to, well, because in, in the long run, it's yes, one step back in this workout, but it's going to be potentially two steps back, uh, two steps forward. Uh, in, in in the open when you're tired and your one leg has been stepping up for 120 burpees and now you've got to swap legs and you've never practiced it before. And I think that's a good lesson to learn if you are accomplished at something is just to remember like there's still spots to get better. Yeah, um, even on a burpee. Yeah, and uh, it, it's uh, something super admirable is to uh, to rea- realize that <coughs> that um, <coughs> that you don't know everything or like, oh, I'm good at this. I'm the best at this in the gym. So yeah, that doesn't mean that you can't get better. So anyway, I just wanted to chat about that. I thought it was something great. Good to see him taking the feedback straight away. Mm, yeah. Thursday, I don't have a photo of Thursday here, but we did that. Uh, 40 minutes. Were you here? No, I wasn't here Thursday. Wanna talk about it? Um, teams of three, as many meters as possible in 40 minutes, row, bike or ski. Partner two holds something, partner three rests. Um, I didn't coach. This was a smooth transition. I didn't coach Thursday either. Yeah, so I did. Sarah. Um, um, I saw Sarah posting. That was such a cool good. video. <laughs> Again, Chris Brooks, Al, and uh, Lockie. Um, Just smashing it out. They're rolling out of the way for yeah, the flag. Yeah, so get straight into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, and I think that's actually, if, if you cared about your score at all in this workout, um, as people should, uh, the winning scores were the ones who transitioned faster, not really the ones who rode faster. How much do you think, so this is where I try to explain to people, especially in a workout like the Open, that transitions matter. Well, let's talk about it right now, yeah? Yeah. I watched a team yesterday row the whole way at faster than a 135 pace. However, every time they transitioned, they took 10 to 15 seconds. Fast. You might as well row at a two at a two minute pace. Whoa. That is the difference it makes, yeah. Because if you're swapping every minute and it's taking you ten seconds, you can add twenty seconds to your five hundred meter pace and get the same amount of distance. So if you rode a one forty uh, a one fifty five instead of a one thirty five and had faster transitions, uh, you'd win. 
and you feel better. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on what the workout is as well. Because I remember that open workout where elite people did it and they set up the rower oh, I know this one. directly under Underneath the pull-up bar the, yeah. and the dumbbells under the pull-up oh, bar. Oh, that was the uh, toaster bar, yeah. dumbbell clean. And they were literally like yep. on, off, on, off. Whereas like if that was like an intermediate athlete, I would have told them that's not your game plan. Because yeah. if they did it here, for example, and they had to walk outside and that is their transition, and then Probably they can put their hands on the bar. And go again. And so it depends on who you're talking to. Mm. Um, and if I get an intermediate athlete trying to transition faster, it's actually counterintuitive to their game plan mm -hmm. because they <clears throat> need that little bit of a rest to do unbroken toaster bar or yeah. to pick up the dumbbell straight away when they get there. I think you do. See, this is there what, is a time and place for it, obviously. Yeah, as well. that's yeah. what I mean. It's like, I feel like, yeah, for someone who is, you know, top. 30 in Australia or whatever, sticking that rower under that thing, having the dumbbell yeah. there, and do, that's that's their game plan. But for somebody who needs like five <coughs> seconds to take a breath so that they can go on No point putting again. the rower under the bar and then sitting on the rower for 10 seconds exactly. before starting rowing. No. And that's also like so demotivating. Yeah. You're like, I'm on the roll, but I can't grab onto the handle. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, I'm so die. know your athletes yeah. and um, you know adjust accordingly. Yeah. Um, Friday. <coughs> Today. <coughs> Jumping Devil's Balls. Talk <laughs> me through that name. Well, it's, it, it's some box jumps, uh, some devil's press, and some war balls. And I was trying to think of an exciting creative. name, and I thought, Jumping's Devil's Balls <laughs> is about right. And yeah. I think it's probably the only funny part about this workout. Yeah. yeah. Had everyone go. Um, better than expected. They were like, what's the time cap? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that's the first thing that they say when yep, they walk right. in. But then they're like, oh, like, everyone got it done. I haven't cut anyone off today. Yeah, no cutoffs either at um, the other gym. Yeah. And when you look at them numbers, even I was a bit nervous about the box jump being like, that's going to take a long time. But when you work hard for a minute, you actually get more work than you would if it was just 120 full time. Um, so when I did this, I was super surprised at how good the box jumps felt. So when I programmed, I was like, oh, the box jumps are going to feel absolutely horrendous. Like did all these warbles and all these devil's presses. And I actually found the devil's presses cooked my shoulders so much that the war balls were horrendous. My shoulders were on fire. Um, but then I got to the box jumps and my legs were fine. Like yeah. I wasn't thinking about my legs at all and I was able to hit big, fast sets. Um, it did help to have JP moving like a jackrabbit next to me on the box jumps. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I think this whole workout hinges around how fast you do those devil's presses at the start. Yeah. If it takes you seven rounds and you're going to be hurting yourself for the whole rest of the workout. I was about to say, what was the average rounds? Four to five, I think. So like ten, like between eight and ten devil's presses per minute was probably about what it was taking. Yeah. And so if you, um, do you start where you finish? So like, if I, so it's one minute on, one minute off. Yeah, yeah. So you, you can't move on to the wall balls until you finished all the devil's yeah, presses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. wasn't like, yeah. No, it wasn't like move to the next movement until... That would be interesting. Yeah. Well, we could do it again in a couple of months' time yeah. and program the same amount of volume, but you do one minute minutes. of devil's press, one minute of war balls, one minute yeah. of box jumps, back to the devil's press. When you finish all the devil's press, you're just alternating between yeah. the other two movements. That yeah. could be cool. That was what, I was, that was what yeah. I was thinking in my head, but no, that's cool. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, uh, some power snatches and front squats and the extra work. Running? Conditioning track? Oh, yeah, no, that's the... Um, Rowing, so oh, rowing, rowing is just some uh, like a, a k and a half of rowing with a, with a minute rest, and then a 500 meters with two minute rest, and then you do it a second time through. I think uh, 
I hope people are ready for a long grindy road coming up soon. That's all. That's not all like, I got to say about like that. Marathon. No, no. <laughs> what the What's fuck is going you? through your brain what right is now? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like, we need a new host. <laughs> we will, we will <laughs> never program that as an interview. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. Ever ha- having done that? No. No, never so do. everyone everyone knows I've told people we're building up to a 5K row. Oh, that's a 5K. Um, yeah, so the, the point of today was to do a, a one and a half k row at your 5K pace and then do 500 meters at your 2K pace and then try and do that again. Yeah. So you're building four kilometers of worth of intervals at faster than your 5K pace and it uh, it's hard. Anyway, I think the hardest part of today for me was the, the ring muscle up Emon, which is the same as the handstand push-ups at the start of the week. Every 50 seconds. Yeah. Which means I, I hit my five minute max m- max at six minutes and then still had four minutes to go. And, and uh, that was fun. Oh, yeah, it was, it was hard. I think um, I actually found it really interesting. Uh, it's not a heap about the actual programming, but doing the muscle ups at Tawong versus doing them at Red Hill. What's the difference? Longer straps here versus shorter straps there. Okay, my qu- do you prefer longer straps or do you prefer shorter straps? Well, if I was doing one rep at a time, I find like, like my movement feels smoother on the long straps, mm. but I can't do big sets. Mm. My big sets disappear on the long straps. When I'm at Red Hill, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm hitting my numbers easy. And then I do them here and I feel like I haven't noticed much difference here or there. Have you ever been on like the long yeah. straps? Yeah, like the, though, the ones that Torian. are like meters long. I've yeah. done it at Torian and maybe CrossFit Ultra as well. They've got long, like really long straps from the roof. <coughs> and uh, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I did it's one. Really I got up and I was like, went to go down for a second yeah, one. Yeah, and then and the rings like, are not where you want them to be. <laughs> I, was like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah you I really gotta. Um, you gotta control practice. your swing. You gotta have a perfect swing. It's like a very. You have to like stay very. Yeah. Close to the rings and everything. Um, but yeah, uh, Greg, do you want to talk about what's happening tomorrow? Uh, so we're preparing for Murph. So tomorrow we're going to do in pairs, basically half Murph. Yeah. So we're going to run 800 meters in pairs. And then we're going to do 20 rounds of five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 squats. Though with your partner, you're going to do five pull-ups and your partner's going to do 10 push-ups then I'm going to do 15 air squats and then your partner's going to do five pull-ups and I'm going to do 10 push-ups and they're going to do 15 air squats until we get through 20 rounds and then we run again Um, and then the intention is to make this feel quite aggressive and hard with a shorter work rest ratio and then next week I mean I don't care if it's not a surprise we're doing Murph next week on Saturday and I think people love stepping up to the challenge Mm -hmm. Just because it's um, a hero workout and it's a very famous hero workout and uh, we all know that hero workouts are less about you and your 30 to 60 minutes of suffering and it's more about something else. So yeah. uh, I hope, you know, Saturday's a big turnout and then I hope next Saturday's an even bigger turnout because mm-hmm. people love these hard grindy challenges and um, yeah. I must Murph. admit, I'll never forget when I did Murph, like with the weight vest, I did full Murph with weight vest and that is forever ingrained in my mind, that feeling, so. Uh, I think the picture for me that's ingrained in my mind is Sam Saxby running up this hill with his, uh, or uh, running up the other hill at, um, at Red Hill with his weighted vest on and like five people running along with him. And it's like 18 months earlier, he was still in a wheelchair. Yeah. It was pretty young. Uh, yeah. Pretty that's cool. incredible. Every time we do Murph, there's always like. A story. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've done Murph. Partitioned. I've done Murph 
non-partitioned. I've done it with a vest. I've done it without a vest. I've done it strict. I've done it. Um, did it strict? Did strict? It's not that much. Well, worse. it's only 100 strict pull-ups. Strict without a vest, or strict with? The I think vest? we did it strict without a vest. Yeah, strict without a vest. But I, I think it's actually better. It's not gassy. No. The strict pull-ups are just like, oh, I can't do strict pull-ups any faster, yeah. so I just got to rest. Yeah. And so I like fast. the clock's always running, but I don't give a flying fuck what the time no. is. Um, and I'm not trying to beat anyone. I'm not trying to beat my last time. I'm trying to just get into an uncomfortable zone and just try to hold on. Remember that year we did it without music? Yeah. Did it without music at Red Hill in the summer? It was yuck. But the reason why, especially for a hero workout, when you're trying to channel someone's suffering and you're halfway through this really big, deep slog and then fucking Britney Spears comes on about shaking her rump Mm -hmm. or like Cardi B or something, I'm just like, it just doesn't sit well with me, you know? And like, that's why I need to pick something like the Viking music or something that has no words to it or it's just you can't even understand it because it's just like it's just background noise but then when you hear that that poppy shit it just really gets to me we were talking about this the other day in the gym and we're talking about how you'll be when when you don't mind what the music is and you're in like a really big workout and you're dying you don't even hear the music but then that one fucking song comes on (laughs) and it is so bad and it's all you can hear yeah. and you're like i cannot unhear this and mm-hmm. it needs to go away right now yeah i, I usually don't hear any music when no. i'm working out but when it's a bad song that bothers me it's all i can hear. yeah yeah <coughs> um okay so that kind of leads me to what do we find hard mentally with training this was one of the questions that we got asked from yeah so a member uh mid-workout or in terms of like how much am I going to get done today or whatever like are we talking about me- just, mental attitude mid-workout <laughs> I think uh, I think your mentality towards training when it's hard in relation Regardless. to anything whether mm-hmm. you're you know in the middle of a training cycle and you're like this just feels average and I don't want to yep. do this anymore I want to go do a fun workout and not follow my program like just in general well yeah I've um I'd be lying if I said I didn't struggle from time to time like everyone else and I've uh, I've been doing CrossFit since 2009 and I've gone through that uh, honeymoon period where I'm just like I'm crushing everything and my, I see my graphs going up and then they start to flatten out a little bit and every now and then you'd still get like this big spike of like a massive three minute PB or a 10 kilo PB on a lift and then injuries might set in or you know you just get older and um, I find you know sometimes when I'm working out with 20 young 20s year old people or um, you know people that are like literally in their prime and I'm like you know on the back end I find it a little bit challenging sometimes but I kind of think back to why I started CrossFit in the first place and it was never to be competitive and it was never to win anything it was always I've always cared about my fitness and I need to stop thinking in the moment about oh, I'm not doing so well or I came third in that workout or I feel like shit I'm just like I'd feel even worse if I didn't train mm. or if I um, gave up um, and so I have told people right from the get-go, if you don't feel like banging your head against the wall for seven minutes for this gnarly hard workout, come in, do the warm-up, and go at 60%. You'll feel better for it, and tomorrow is always another day. 
If you need a rest, that's fine too. But um, if you aren't up for 110% intensity, I completely get it. Mm. Um, and so just come in, do the movements. And, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. It doesn't have to be as hard as you can every single time. 100%. And CrossFit's always about high intensity. It never was maximum intensity. I think it's also okay to just stay the same for a little while as well and not necessarily feel like <coughs> you're... Um, you know, your reps are getting stronger, or like, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, you're not you, your squats not getting stronger. Or you, maybe you're just lifting consistently, mm -hmm. and like that's <coughs> the win. Like, it's not always. There have been periods of time where my numbers haven't changed for six to twelve months. Yeah. But I've showed up every day, and mm -hmm. I've done my training, mm -hmm. and I've done all of those things. And sometimes, it's just days not aligning when I go to hit my one RMs yeah. or when you go to do that hard workout or that benchmark workout. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for me, it's accepting that you're not always gonna be progressing in an upward <laughs> fashion. And sometimes it's like this and that is yeah. totally fine. As long fine. as it's not going A linear progression is very unrealistic. Yes. Cause like, if that doesn't end, you'd be stronger than Superman. I know, <laughs> I'd be invincible. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be at the Olympics yeah. winning. Um, for me, if you're talking about mid-workout self-talk, mm. uh, I think I used to be real hard on myself mid-workout, like, come on, you're bloody useless, like, let's go, whatever it was. Um, and I found recently just setting myself small goals. Um, for example, me and Greg before did a 10-minute EMOM of 10 burpee box jumps. And I've done this workout maybe 10 times and I've never finished all 10 minutes of 10 burpee <laughs> box jumps. Yeah, I remember doing that. And, um, <laughs> yes. and when you get to six minutes, you're like, oh, I can't do minute number seven. For me, I just <coughs> stopped thinking about that. I started thinking about how am I landing on the box? Mm. And just think about my feet are hitting this side of the box and then that side of the box and then I'm jumping off. And then I found that, oh shit, I've done eight rounds and I didn't think about how many rounds I've done yeah. because I was thinking about, oh, I'm facing this way every time. I need to look at that wall as I jump over the... So like just finding something that keeps your mind off, especially on something that you find very difficult mid-workout was what helps me. It's like if it's like a six round workout, just get to round four. Like let's pretend that there's only four rounds of working out and then there's only two rounds left when you get there, so it's fine. So, um, yeah, I think that mid-workout for me, it's like that. For In terms of managing plateaus, because uh, as, as you guys said, plateaus happen to everyone in training, um, try and concentrate on something you're bad at. Mm. Find that one thing, it's like, I'm really bad at kettlebell swings. So like, okay, next time kettlebell swings come up in a workout, I'm going to do a bigger set. It's just funny because you looked over at the kettlebells. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. You, over there. You. I'm going to. Yeah, but uh, I think <laughs> it's like lots of people, for example, let's say you got your, your bar muscle ups, you got one at a time, but you're finding it really hard to get to doing, doing them uh, uh, synced together or linked, to get linked together. We got that. Stop, stop thinking about the muscle ups and just spend three weeks concentrating on something completely different mm. uh, a, a break is as good as a holiday right so just like just think about something else for three weeks put all your effort into getting better at kettlebell swings for three weeks and then hopefully when you come back you've got a renewed look at it and uh, 
maybe your body's more ready or whatever it is. So mm. I think that's uh, that's my when it my when it comes to like hard workouts where you know you see people just like they give up midway or they're kind of mm. like ah oh, no I just can't do it today. Um, I have this saying you know halfway through when I'm coaching. I'll just yell out, challenge yourself. Like it might be like, oh, round three, let's go, challenge yourself. And I don't know if that sinks into some people, but I say that to myself all the time because let's just say, for example, there's a 10 minute AMRAP. I have two points in that workout where I have a decision to make. The decision number one is always when my heart rate goes from resting heart rate to elevated heart rate. And I'm like, I can't sustain this and I need to make a decision. I'm like, is this gonna be a good workout or is this gonna be a shit workout? And I'm like, all right, just slow down, but try and keep moving. And that's decision number one, sort of like tick, done. I know I'm like, I'm gonna be in the meat and potatoes of this workout soon, and I've just gotta get over this little hump at the start. And then the last decision is like, when you're like seven minutes into a 10 minute AMRAP, and that's when your score can fizzle if you don't capitalize on that finish position. And so I like to just, at that kind of like three quarter mark, I just yell out, challenge yourself with this last little bit. And you can, you know, if you're a strong-minded person, you're like, you know, you can do this, just challenge yourself to go a little bit more uncomfortable for just a little bit longer and your score will pay off in the end. Or you'll just, you know, you'll realize that you exceeded your expectations for that. Um, but me personally, I always have two moments in the workout where I need to make a decision. Yeah. And I've made the decision where I'm like, no, nah, I'm not feeling it. I don't want to hurt today. And that's fine. I just keep moving or I stop and then I you know, start again, but I just go at half pace. And there are other times where I do make that decision and I'm like, I feel like hurting today. And it doesn't need to be like mm -hmm. the hardest workout of all, but you know, just like do three reps more than what you think. Mm. Challenge yourself. Mm. That's good. I like that. Mm -hmm. Because you do, you get to that point where you're just like, what's this workout gonna be like today? Like, am I gonna, mm -hmm. am I doing it? And it's like, having that like split second where you make that decision and <coughs> sometimes you make the wrong <laughs> But it's like just being honest with yourself and allowing yourself to kind of mm -hmm. be like, today I'm not feeling it or I'm feeling it, I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. 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 And you can challenge yourself and it doesn't pay off, you go, too hard and then you die, the repercussions of that is you got fit trying. Mm -hmm. Who cares about your score? Yeah, yeah. you went <laughs> and you committed to it. Mm -hmm. um, okay, what is your favorite workout that you've ever done? Your most favorite, it could be any, it doesn't have to be a benchmark, it could oh, just yeah. be one that you've just been like, oh, I fucking love that workout. I don't mind. Uh, open workout. I think it's 20.4 or 20.5 was the have increasing weight cleaning jerks with box jumps and pistols. Oh yeah. I loved that workout. It was like... Was it because you were, liked those movements or you just liked how it all kind of went together? Um, probably a bit of everything. Uh, I loved those movements and it was the first time <coughs> I had experienced in an open workout being like oh, I'm going to push past that line of I don't feel good. Mm. So I've, I've usually gotten to that point and just been like, oh, I can't, and I just decide to slow down. And in this workout, I just remember even Greg made a post the following day being like, oh, Liam did well. He was the hardest I've ever seen him work. And it felt that way, and it kind of helped it click in my head that, oh, you can keep going. It's just your brain telling you you can't keep going. So I think that was probably my favorite workout of all time. It was also the... Only open workout I've ever been Greg at. Yes. 
<laughs> that was a really good workout. Um, my favourite workouts are probably not your standard ones. They're always the ones that challenge me to the point where I want to quit and I don't quit and I keep going and I finish it. Mm. I don't even have to beat everyone. They're not movers that I'm even good at. But um, two that stand out in my mind and um, to me this is kind of like what CrossFit's all about. Like we do all the fun stuff and the open and the 7 to 12 minutes of like high intensity. But then when it gets to real world situations where you want to quit and your mind usually gives up first. Mm -hmm. And w they were both in this gym. One was around here. It was the Iron Triathlon with Seb and Drew. And I did it the day before I went to Japan. So I had to sit in, a, in, a, in an airplane. But it was one deadlift, one bench press, one squat clean, two, 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 three, 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 all the way up to 20. So it went for like two and a half hours. And um, it was so bad. But I'm really proud of myself for finishing because I think it was like, you know, I made that decision. Decision one was like, I don't know if I can do this. And then we just keep going and then we were feeding off each other's energy. And um, I think I came third out of three people in that workout. <coughs> Not last, third. Um, but I wanted to quit multiple times yeah. and I didn't. And I'm really proud of that. The other one was I did it by myself. It was over there on that wall. It was one strict handstand push-up, two burpees. No, one strict handstand push-up, two squat cleans at 60, three burpees, 100 rounds for time. And I did it by myself. And uh, I love that type of stuff because that's just like hard work over and over again. And the movements aren't that hard. This, it's, it's hard up in your head. Mm. And mm -hmm. there were many, like, I don't recommend people do this. This took me way over two hours. It was like <laughs> not ideal, but all my training built up to that was like I did it you know yeah. I'm proud of myself for finishing and I don't care about the movements it wasn't like that fun but it was like I'm very very proud of myself to finish yeah. workouts yeah. like that I um I remember mine was my first 12 days of Christmas and it's a oh, similar yeah. it was a similar <coughs> thing um I just like kind of ticked all my skills off so I had ring muscle ups I had bar muscle ups I had chest bars I had all of that kind of stuff and this one just in particular was like one rope climb, two uh, ring muscle-ups, three pull-ups, four toaster bar, and it was just a lot of grip. And then it had like a 60 kilo snatch and 30 kilo, uh, 30 inch box jumps, and I can't remember yeah, all of them. Yeah. All of the, anyway, I remember I was like six reps in and I came down the rope and I ripped what is like the entire inside of my hand. Like the skin mm -hmm. just like peeled off. Are we talking about favorite workouts? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. continue. But it was like, because you know what? I was like, no, I'm gonna finish it. Yeah. I'm gonna finish it. So I taped my hand up, put the skin <coughs> back on my hand. I taped it up <gasps> and 18 minutes later, I finished it. That's so good. And it was the best and the worst that I've ever felt all in one time. I remember I went home, I sat down on the couch and I fell asleep eating a plate of food and I've got pictures of me asleep with my hand taped up <laughs> with the plate oh, on my lap, okay. dead. Two things, yeah. firstly, I like how all these workouts kind of like encompass what CrossFit is. It's like overcoming adversity mm -hmm. and like beating yourself mm -hmm. and I, you know, all these workouts are very, very hard, mm. but you did it and you overcame it and you're proud of yourself. Mm. Two, that reminds me of a story that my friend did. It was summertime and it was Easter time and he was, Easter, summer? No. Ish. It was, it was, it was fucking hot. <laughs> and he, his parents gave him like some Easter bunny and he used to sleep on the couch all the time. Mm. And it melted while he was, 
he started like eating it and then he fell asleep and it was just here and it melted and it created this like form around his chest and he woke up and it was like a chest plate. It was like a bunny rabbit, a big <laughs> chocolate bunny rabbit and it was so hot and he passed out and it just like melted over his chest and then he woke up the next day and he stood up and it was like... A chocolate chest plate. A chocolate chest plate. I, I, I think he ate it as well. I mean, you would have. I would have yeah, as well. Yeah. That's going off a tangent. It just reminded me. Um, okay, quickly, I want to know what Kaz's Batman punishment is going to be. Okay, so we've had this key, this bathroom key, missing <laughs> for probably three weeks from from the Red Hill gym. And Kaz came in on Monday to, to Wong, and she walks out of the bag room, and she's like, Guys, I have some news. And she jingles this Batman, this Batman keychain in front of our faces, the one we've been looking for for three weeks. She's like, I'm so sorry, this was in my bag. So, uh, there was multiple days where I'm like, what do I do about this? Do, yeah. I, do I have to go up to the owner of the building and be like, hey, so we've lost our key and it's just like an awkward situation? Or do I just like, do I just get a new lock for the door? Like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I and was it was stressing me out. I was convinced that it was locked inside the bathroom. Mm. I personally messaged a few people, and I'm like, you've done this before, can you just check your bag? <laughs> and it's not me. No, I didn't do it. I'm like, I apologise if I called you out. <laughs> but what are we going to make Kaz do? I'm going to give her, I'll, I'll pay for it, I'm going to give her a little bit of money, she goes to Bunnings, and she... It's going to get the key yeah. cut. I mean, that's not a workout, but she can lunge there if she wants. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go get some new keys cut so we do never have a... We never have this no issue again. And then maybe some burpees afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, and lastly, what are your top three gymnastics tips? Quick, don't think about it. If somebody goes, if I want to get good at gymnastics, what are the three things that I should focus on? Uh, repetition. Uh, relax your arms, in most cases. And... <laughs> repetition again yeah I think of it like weightlifting with weightlifting we do like the Bergner warm-up you know it's like down up down up finish down up high elbows muscle snatch and then when you do gymnastics I see people I was like let's just do some kip swings they're ugly we don't even care about it move on I'm just like no them kip swings have to be perfect Foundation. and um, you know treat it like it's a weightlifting snatch progression mm. and uh, point your toes pointing your toes helps like keep everything super rigid mm. and that's going to be really really important going into other movements and then the last thing would just be be better at hollow rocks and hollow arches mm. because that's what they teach everyone at gymnastics 101 it's yeah. just like have a more stable midline in the form of hollow rocks and arches yeah mine was squeeze your quads point your toes and be good at hollow all right, right guys no shit it. au revoir bye Ha <laughs>